Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in this world. I want to share a story with you today. It's about a little boy. It happened a long time ago, but the memory is still fresh in my mind, and I just think that it's worth talking about. I was browsing in a bookshop one day in the art section when I saw this little boy of about nine or ten. He was looking at a box of watercolors. And when his mother approached, he eagerly showed it to her, and, and, and he had such a wide smile on his face. But immediately the mother started scolding him. She said, why do you want to do art? Art doesn't make any money. That's stupid. You're so stupid. And she kept on telling the boy that he was stupid. I almost went to tell her off or to punch her in the face, but I didn't because I was quite stunned, to be honest. And when she walked away, the boy just quietly put back the box of paints onto the shelf. And now I realize that that moment was when the boy's shadow self was either born or further intensified. The shadow self is created when someone condemns, ridicules, or punishes a child for certain characteristics or traits. And of course, society also plays a part in shaming with judgment, prejudices, and non-acceptance. Now, in the grand scheme of things, I know it doesn't seem like a big deal. I mean, the boy is not physically abused, but mental and psychological abuse can be more damaging because it's insidious. With physical abuse, everyone can see the evidence, you know, in bruises and broken bones and shattered skulls, but nobody can see mental abuse. You don't realize it until it snowballs into catastrophic proportions. And even then, we might not even know the root causes. And so we blame ourselves for being too this or too that or not enough of this and not enough of that. And we beat ourselves up as we continue to make life choices and important decisions that are actually influenced by our fears and conditioning. Those decisions are not made by the part of it that's intuitive and wise. They're made by the shadow self. It was Carl Jung that first developed the concept of the shadow self. What it means is that it's the part of every human being that contains everything that we repress about ourselves. Well, because we don't like them or because we were told that they were bad traits. The shadow self is the counterpart of our persona, which is the part we present to others because in most cases, we're ashamed of the parts that make up our shadow self. But our shadow self is not a bad thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of or to hide. In fact, it's a part of us that yearns to be acknowledged, accepted, to be helped and loved. It could be traits that were condemned and shamed by others, especially in childhood. These are not necessarily bad traits. They could be traits that others just simply don't approve of don't like, fear, envious even. Of course, it goes without saying that sometimes absolute acceptance can also be harmful. For example, spoiled children whose poop smells like a lavender field. Oh, I've seen plenty of those. At the end of the day, it always comes down to balance, doesn't it? Where do we draw the line? 
I find the easiest way to achieve balance is just to be totally honest with yourself. There is nothing wrong with so many things, and yet they're seen as inferior. Getting lower grades is seen as inferior, but unkindness is not. Earning less money is inferior, but being miserable in your job is not. Cleaning toilets for a living is seen as inferior, but stressing out in the corporate world is not. What an upside-down world we live in! And all this is because we refuse to look into our shadow self, not aware that it's influencing the choices we make every day, because it wants to be seen and heard. It's crying out to us. We deny it. We suppress it. And that way, we go through life half-lived. We go through life asleep, not aware that so many of our life choices and decisions are made by our shadow self. I didn't even know about the shadow self until I read countless psychology articles about it. And the more I read, the more knowledgeable I became. The less fearful I was of this part of me, the more compassionate I became. To realize that our shadow self that we've locked up in the dungeon all these years, showing to the world only the side we want others to see, this changes the perception of who we are. Why we became that way? What caused our shadow self to grow bigger and bigger, more and more repressed and bursting to get out? Now, I want to give credit to a YouTuber called Lisa A. Romano. She was amongst the many, many YouTubers I watched over the years, and these are two things that she repeatedly said. The first one is, "It's not your fault." The second one is, "It's not you. It's your programming." I found those lines to be incredibly powerful, but still, it took a long time for them to sink into my head. You know, so I advise you to keep hearing those words over and over. It's not your fault. It's not you. It's your programming. She's a life coach, and her channel is called Breakthrough Life Coach Inc. Do check her out. She has been so helpful for me. So, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Our shadow self is not a monster to be locked up. It's a part of you that, when seen, heard, understood, accepted, loved, and then integrated with the rest of us, that is what makes us truly powerful. I've rescued a dog that had very problematic behavioral problems. She was kept in a cage or tied up twenty-four-seven. The owner said she was uncontrollable and dangerous, and they had no other choice but to cage her up. The dog was in the cage for years, growing more and more aggressive. I offered to adopt her. Yes, it was hard at first. She was muzzled most of the time. Then, little by little, I discovered that she was abused as a puppy. I came to suspect this because she appeared really fearful when she saw a certain type of person, and they were men, short cropped hair with beards. So I asked a friend of mine who fitted that description to come over every few days just to chill with us. Long story short, the dog became more relaxed and confident. After being caged for so many years, she had also had a lot of pent-up energy, which made her aggressive. The solution was easy: just give her enough exercise. Several months later, she was a completely different dog, so loving and gentle. She's been rehomed, and her new parents have no issues with her. They say she's the best dog in the world. Our shadow self is an innocent rottweiler that's been caged up all its life. You can't just let it out and expect a miracle, you know. You have to go to the root causes. 
And the best way to find out is to observe what triggers you. Like the men with short cropped hair and beards that triggered the dog, you have to observe how you react to what people say and do. I used to lash out on people who triggered me until I began to appreciate these triggers. They are blessings in disguise. You learn so much about yourself through external triggers. If you don't focus on hating or blaming the people who trigger you, yeah, they may be rude or judgmental and downright awful people, but why even bother to alter their behavior? Use their disgusting behavior to know yourself more. That's a lot more rewarding and fulfilling, don't you think? You see, everything that makes us feel ashamed, inferior, unworthy, misunderstood or bad comes from our shadow self. The more we ignore it or blame others for triggering us, the more intense the shadow self will become. It's not trying to make your life more difficult. What it's doing is crying out for your help. Your shadow self is a little child that's yearning for your love. So the only way to heal is to be completely honest with yourself. Look into all the areas that are triggering for you. I tell you, triggers are a godsend. Every time you're triggered by someone, hear the ringing of a jackpot, okay? Because that's what it is. It's worth a million bucks. What would you rather do? Tell that person off while a million bucks are slipping through your fingers? Who cares about them? Care about you. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. It's damn hard. But do it. Do it. That little child who is your shadow self is crying out for you. You know, so many of us have abandonment issues. Are you seriously allowing yourself to abandon yourself over and over? Why is it so hard to look inward? Why? I don't know, to be honest. All I know is that I had one motivation to do this incredibly hard, ugly work of introspection, and that is simply to be a good person. I'm not hooting my toot, I'm just being honest with you. Without the desire to be a good person, you ain't never going to have a shot. Because hey, to succeed materially in life, you don't have to be a good person, you just have to be smart, crafty and ambitious. Not necessarily at peace, but you know what I mean. So why bother to be a good person? I don't know. I guess you don't have to be. Everyone has a choice. Some are lucky enough to sleep through life and then they die and some are not. Luck of the draw, really. But if you really want to have peace, which, by the way, is very different from happiness, happiness is transient. It's dependent on external circumstances. It's at the mercy of others. Peace is like a gyroscope. Whether the sea is calm or stormy, you're stable, unshakable. But it doesn't mean that when you have peace, your life is boring and uneventful, you know. You can have both peace and happiness, that spike in your blood sugar that makes you high for a moment. And when it disappears, you're still okay. You don't have to be a boring old saint to be at peace. Oh, I've forgotten what I was talking about now. Ah, okay, the shadow self. So I want you to open that creaky door down to the musty basement or the dusty attic and introduce yourself to that shadow self that's been locked up your whole life. It's, I know it sounds a bit creepy, but just bear with me, okay? Just get the courage to open that door and to face this shadow self of yours. Sit down with it over a cup of tea and biscuits. Hi, how are you? What? How am I? How the heavenly F do you think I am? Okay, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ignored you and kept you in this 
a horrible dark dungeon. Look, I'm here to make amends. I'm here to help you. Because I love you. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it. 